Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife Beth on this sensational Sunday. Amen. Today's call we're going to discuss keep your promises or else. Making promises is a godly thing. For God made the first promise. He promised that grass and trees would reproduce after their own kind. Genesis 111, God said, let the earth bring forth grass and trees after their kind. God kept his promise. Hallelujah. And we can be thankful for that. And many more. Yep. Genesis 1:12, And the earth brought forth grasses and trees after his kind. God actually makes 20,000 promises in his word. The greater part are already fulfilled. Those that are remaining are being fulfilled. Now the devil also makes promises. Notice how the first promise to mankind directly contradicts God's. God promised that if man ate of the tree of the forbidden fruit, he would die. Genesis 2.17, 2.17, classic amplified. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and blessing and calamity, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Notice how Satan contradicts God with his own promise. Genesis 3, 4, 3, 4, Living Bible. That's a lie the serpent hissed. You'll not die. When God asked Adam and Eve, when he asked why they disobeyed, Eve says she was deceived by a false promise. The servant beguiled, deceived me, and I did eat. That's in 3.13. Notice that it was Eve's dependent upon a false promise that brought about the devil's purpose in the Garden of Eden. Mm. False promises and lies come from the devil. John 8.44, John 8.44, Living Bible. You love to do evil things. He, the devil, does. He is the father of liars. Contrary to this promise, it can be dependent on to come from God's Spirit working in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 4, 16 and 17. 4, 16 and 17. Living Bible. He'll never leave you. He's the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Unfulfilled promises never bring about God's will. Instead, they bring about Satan's will. God's warning to those who make promises and don't keep them. In Ecclesiastes 5, 2, also verses 4 through 6, classic Amplified. Do not be rash with your mouth. Let not your heart be hasty to utter a word before God. For God's in heaven and you're on the earth. Therefore, let your words be few. Verse 4, when you vow a vow or make a pledge to God, don't put off paying it. For God has no pleasure in fools. Those who witlessly mock him, pay what you vow. Verse 5, it's better that you should not vow than you should vow and not pay. Verse 6, do not allow your mouth to cause your body to sin. And do not say before the messenger and the priest that it was an error or a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? This stern warning comes to help us, not to hurt us. For the Apostle Paul tells the Corinthians that keeping their promises to God will bring about 
overflowing abundance. You know, in 2 Corinthians 9, 5 through 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 5 through 13, in the Living Bible it says, I have asked these other brothers to arrive ahead of me and to see that the gift you promised is at hand. Remember this, if you give little, you will get little. A farmer who plants just a few seeds will only get only a small crop. But if he plants much, he will reap much. Don't force anyone to give more than he really wants to. For cheerful givers are the ones God prizes. God is able to make it the amount you promised up to you by giving you everything you need and more so that there will not only be enough for your own needs, but plenty left over to give joyfully to others. Notice how it says joyfully to others. It is as the scripture says, the godly man gives generously to the poor. His good deeds will be an honor to him forever. For God, who gives seed to the farmer to plant and later on good crops to harvest and eat, will give you more and more seed to plant. It will make it grow so that you can give more, give away more and more fruit from your harvest. Yes, God will give you much so that you can give away much. Those who help will be glad for this proof that your deeds are as good as your doctrine. You know, there's another verse of warning to those who leave a promise unfulfilled, and that's found in Deuteronomy 23.21. 23.21 Classic Amplified. When you make a vow to the Lord, your God, you shall not be slack in paying it. For the Lord your God will surely require it of you, and slackness would be sin in you. Notice that an unfulfilled promise becomes sin in the person who fails to pay it. That's a fascinating little scripture. Note that fulfilling promises is very valuable to the believer. For those who can confidently call upon God for help when trouble comes. Listen to Psalm 50, verses 14 and 15. Psalm 50, verses 14 and 15. Unto, offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most High, and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee. When we keep our vows or promises and pledges, we can call upon the Lord in the day of trouble, and he is going to deliver us, and that ought to make everybody shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 116.14. 116.14 in the New Living Translation says, I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all his people. You know, today, we unfortunately live in a society where promises don't hold as much value as they used to. There was a time when a man's word was his bond. It ruled conversations as well as actions. Sadly, this, you know, there's now... Lots of legal jargon and stuff that you have to sign and put away to make sure people keep their promises. Promises are easily made and oftentimes and unfortunately quickly broken. With seemingly no regret or even thought about the consequences. But God keeps the books. Yes, Ecclesiastes 5, 1 through 7, 5, 1 through 7 Living Bible says, Don't be a fool who doesn't even realize it is sinful to make rash promises to God. So when you talk to God and vow to him that you will do something, don't delay in doing it, for God has no pleasure in fools. Keep your promise to him. It is far better not to say you'll do something than to say you will and not do it. In that case, your mouth is making you sin 
Well, no. try to defend yourself by telling the messenger from God that it was all a mistake to make the vow. That would make God very angry, and he might destroy your prosperity. Dreaming instead of doing is foolishness, and there is a ruin in a flood of empty words. Wow. Seven powerful thoughts stirred in us as we read these verses. First, if you make a rash promise to God, you're a fool, whether you realize it or not. Ecclesiastes 5.2, 5.2, the Good News Translation. Think before you speak, and don't make any rash promises. That's pretty good advice. Think before you speak. Second, if you delay in doing what you promised God, then you're a fool, and God will take no pleasure in you. <coughs> Excuse me. Ecclesiastes 5.4, Good News Translation. So when you make a promise to God, keep it as quickly as possible. He has no use for a fool. Do what you promise to do. Third, it's better to keep your mouth shut than to commit to something you're not going to do. Ecclesiastes 5.3, 5.3, Good News Translation. The more you worry, the more you're likely to have bad dreams. And the more you talk, the more likely you are to say something foolish. Fourth, never allow the words coming out of your mouth to willingly lead you into sin. Ecclesiastes 5.6, 5.6, Good News Translation. Don't let your own words lead you into sin, so that you have to tell God's priest that you didn't mean it. Why make God angry with you? Why let him destroy what you have worked for? Wow. That's right. Fifth, Fifth go. Making excuses for your future to do what you say will just make God angry. Remember the Ecclesiastes 5, 6? This time in the Living Bible, it says this way. Don't try to defend yourself by telling the messenger from God that it was a mistake to make that vow. That would make God angry, and he might destroy your prosperity. Mm -mm. So sixth, your failure to follow through on what you say you're going to do can destroy your pros pro prosperity. That's exactly what was said. We just read about it. It says he might wipe out everything you have achieved. Seventh, only talking about your dreams instead of doing something to make them come about is foolishness. Ecclesiastes 5.7 in the Living Bible says, Dreaming instead of doing is foolishness, and there is a ruin in a flood of empty words. Fear God instead. In other words, don't be foolish. Keep your promises, or else, believe me, just don't say them in the first place unless you totally mean to take, you know, and make them good. There's power in your words. Yes, there is. But when you don't do what you say, well... It's going to cause you trouble. It's going to cause you trouble, no Circumstances. doubt. Circumstances. Hey, Ten join us tonight at 6 yes. p.m. Eastern for Rich Thoughts TV. You'll be blessed by the teaching. Mm, that's a good one. You yes, it is. And, we'll uh, talk about some interesting stuff that we do around the world. That's exactly right. You'll more be tuning in. Yes, you will. You can do it by going to youtube.com and search for Rich Thoughts TV Online. Rich Thoughts TV Online. You can go and search for it by going to heraldherring.com. 
click the button that says join Harold and Bev on Sunday night. And it'll bless you there. You can also go to Facebook.com, search for Brother Harold. And finally, you can go to Savior Connect, our favorite social media site. Hallelujah. And uh, and you can watch it there at 6 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you, you tune in. Hallelujah. Until then, and every morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.